0: everybody this is rich sports talk broadcasting on soundcloud Spreaker, tune and available for download on itunes and apple Podcasts. thank you so much for joining us here today we been getting a lot of great suggestions and feedback from you guys out of our email rich sports talk at gmail.com and on twitter at the handle at rich sports talk and one of the segments you guys seem to really like is the new sucks to be segment so we're doing another one today and this is going to be a fun one. Now, I know when I say this, people are going to be like, wait a minute. Why does it suck to be those people? Let me let me explain, because I think when I do, you'll understand. You know what? It sucks to be Bryce Harper and Manny Machado. Now, everyone's saying, well, wait a minute. Come on. They're all-star players in their prime, and they're going to get a pretty contract. They haven't gotten it yet, but they are going to get a big contract. But I do think they aren't going to get the contract they might have gotten a couple years ago. And let me explain, baseball is finally, finally understanding, valuing players. We've seen baseball over the past decade and a half really develop and really focus on developing young players. We've seen them become more analytics driven. This all started with the Oakland A's and Moneyball. And it's really been perfected in Boston with the Boston Red Sox, an organization that has money, like the Yankees, and will pick and choose good spots to spend money. And they will strike out occasionally on free agents. But their main core is developed through their young system. Why are the Yankees great again? People are saying, well, they brought in Giancarlo Stanton. They brought in a couple of hard guns. Yeah, they did that like the Red Sox. But what was the biggest reason? They developed cheap and really good homegrown talent. Contracts in Major League Baseball are traps. Football, you can give big money to wide receivers and running backs. The big question is the guarantee. And you're seeing this more and more in the NFL where they front load a contract. So on the back end, if a player isn't performing or starts to decline, that team can get out of that terrible situation. Baseball is fully guaranteed the second that pen touches the paper, you are locked into that massive contract. And I was looking over something the other day. We've seen a huge explosion in contracts in Major League Baseball. There's been a lot of 150 million contracts and over. So I wanted to look at a couple of the more recent ones and how they've worked out for the teams that signed them. And why owners now are petrified to get locked into these bad contracts. So we'll start with the top. Now I have excluded two or three contracts with the Red Sox and with the Cubs. But they're more closer to the $150 million mark and also their elite pitchers, who I value differently. So the biggest one, Giancarlo Stanton, $325 million. The Marlins had to keep him. They had to keep their potential MVP candidate. Two years later, they traded him to the New York Yankees. Stanton, with the Yankees, appears to be limited to DH. You can see his defense in the outfield, which was never great, is already starting to decline. And even the Yankees, with Stanton, you hear the rumbling saying, "Eh, maybe they shouldn't have traded for him. They didn't give up much to get Stanton. They basically took on the contract. But I do think in two or three years, you're going to see the Yankees... Regret to have this contract on the back end. But the Marlins couldn't even stomach this contract for two seasons. Then they trade him to the Yankees. A-Rod's second contract with the New York Yankees, $275 million. Couldn't finish his contract because of the steroids and also because of his decline down the stretch. Miguel Cabrera is signed for $247 million through the 2023 season want to remind people, last year he only played in 38 games, and the Tigers are locked into him through 2023. Robinson Cano, $240 million through 2023. Halfway through that contract, he's been traded to the New York Mets, and Seattle's had to eat a big portion of that contract to trade him to the Mets and also trade an all-star caliber closer in his prime at 24 in Diaz to move Cano and he's under control for four years that's a big deal for the New York Mets and with the growth of bullpens in the in Major League Baseball having a great close like that under control and cheap is a great asset to have what about Albert Pujols you know he's going into the Cooperstown but he's 240 million dollars through 2021 and last year had career lows in games batting average home runs and RBIs He's clearly on the decline, and we might have to throw this out there. With Mike Trout's contract coming up, it might be hard to sign Mike Trout to a contract if they're still paying a lot of money to Albert Pujols. Joey Votto is making $225 million through 2024, and I think a couple of you just said, oh, wait, yeah, Joey Votto's still on the Reds because the Reds are forgettable and they're a bad team. Prince Fielder had $214 million through 2020. He couldn't make it to 2020 with neck injuries and retired in 2017. Max Scherzer is $210 million through 2021. He's been fantastic for the Nationals, but that hasn't given them any postseason success. And it potentially could cost them Bryce Harper, and it looks like it has because they can't fit that contract on that payroll. And Zach Greinke, $206 million through million 200, through 2021. And like the Reds, the Diamondbacks outside of their uniforms are rather forgettable. Do you notice a trend with most of these contracts that aren't held by the New York Yankees? Oh, this these teams don't win. It's because these teams are limited with what they can do. Baseball is a unique sport. Because in every other league, the salary cap is set for every single team the same. Baseball it isn't. Baseball is the ultimate example of capitalism. There's different economic advantages for every single team. The New York Yankees, the Boston Red Sox, the Chicago Cubs, and the LA Dodgers have the fourth largest payrolls in the game. They can afford to take on a couple big contracts. But their biggest success is because they've groomed their own talent. And right now, you can see the four biggest teams with the biggest payrolls, they aren't interested in Machado and Harper. And people are saying, well, why? Well, he also came out, this. I'm trying to remember what this report was. I, I believe it was for Harper who said he wanted a 12- to 13-year contract. Okay, these teams are petrified of a 10-year contract. They're really going to want to give you a 13-year contract. Bryce Harper said his dream was to play for the New York Yankees. The Yankees are stuck because they already are paying Giancarlo the rest of his $325 million deal. And they have a cheaper option already on the roster in Aaron Judge, who will be getting a big payday very shortly. So even cap-wise, the Yankees don't want Bryce Harper or Manny Machado. The Boston Red Sox have a plethora of great young talent and are paying a couple great pitchers. But that great young talent will have to get paid soon. The Dodgers have heavily invested in Clayton Kershaw. I still believe Manny Machado could potentially land there or Bryce Harper. But they also have a lot of big contracts and young players that they want to pay. And in Chicago, they do already have a couple big contracts. But they're also very smart. They're a smart organization that's developing young talent and would rather pay that young talent... Then go out and overpay. General managers have gotten smart because general managers realize that these bad contracts, if you're not one of those top four or five teams in baseball, even with them, it can be a trap. Especially if you're in the bottom 25 in payroll, it's a huge trap. You're limited in what you can do. Baseball is a great team sport because you have nine guys on the field you have five guys in your starting rotation and usually six to eight guys in your bullpen. If you massively pay one of these star players you're going to suffer in a lot of areas because you can't afford to pay some of your younger players and they're going to have to leave in free agency. You can't pay a three four or five starter and you're throwing out bad pitchers on the back of your rotation. These contracts, you look at all the ones I just listed, the Stanton, A-Rod, Cabrera, Cano, Pujols, Vado, Fielder, Scherzer, and Granke, all the ones over $200 million, which is what Machado and Harper should get, do you notice the trend that outside of Stanton, and it's because he with the Yankees and A-Rod, these guys, they haven't really helped their teams, and they're breaking down terribly on the back end of these contracts. I think baseball is learning a thing or two from football. They would rather overpay a guy and give him a massive contract for a short time or five years than give him a longer 10- to 12-year contract. That's a long contract. And it used to be that if you could get five or six great years out of that contract and they were bad on the back four end, I think most general managers would be happy. But we're seeing more and more of these guys, they're breaking down or they're struggling in year three or four. And it's limiting those organizations. I mean, the Mariners were paying Felix Hernandez over $150 million and Robinson Cano. They were nowhere near the postseason. They're great players, but they were nowhere near the postseason. In the American League, the three best teams are the Houston Astros, the Boston Red Sox, and the New York Yankees. What do all three of them have in common? They've built great young cores through their farm system. And yes, they have spent money... But they've also spent most of that money either on pitching, relief help, or maybe a star player to put them over the hump. But the grand majority of their team, the nucleus of their team, is cheap, young talent that they can afford. I mean, really think about it. The Yankees, even the Yankees, who will spend money, and even the Dodgers, they love to spend money because it's catchy. It's big. It's a big splash move. It energizes the fan base. They're not even interested in Machado and Harper. And I want to remind people, these are guys in the prime of their career. They're in their mid-20s. Both of them could potentially be MVP candidates. You don't see these kind of players on the market. Usually, you'll see guys in their 29, 30, and when you sign these 10-year contracts, you'll be like, oh, I hope they're good by 35. But baseball is learning. It's taken a long time, but they're learning it's better to have a cheaper team and build within than go out and spend on a big-time free agent. Because if you miss on that contract, if that guy is not good for the majority of that contract or he breaks down, you're hurting yourself. And even if everything goes right, and in these cases, not many of these contracts have, but even if everything goes right, you better hope you have drafted well because you're not going to be able to go out and acquire talent. You're not going to be out going to be able to go out and hire a third veteran starter. You're not going to be go out and sign a very good closer. You're going to have to do it on the cheap because you have to afford the salary cap. If you're playing a player 30, 35 million dollars a year. That's a huge chunk of your contract. A lot of these teams now, they're getting over the $100 million mark, but even if you have a $110 million payroll and you're paying a guy $30 million, you only have $80 million to spend on the 24 other players. And I know because most of us don't have $80 million, that sounds like a lot of money, but when you look at how much a average pitcher in Major League Baseball is getting, they're getting 12 $13, 14000000 a year, and that's for an average starter. If you want to get an ace, it's probably closer to $25, 30000000 so if you had an ace and a great player in free agency, that's $60 million. You might have $50 or $40 million left for the rest of the 23 ballplayers on that team. I mean, the biggest contract we've seen move this year is Cano to the Mets. And the Mets are being aggressive and going for it now. But the Mets have the payroll to, A, hold that contract. But B, they got Diaz back on a controllable contract for four years and also the Mariners are footing some of that contract for Robinson Cano and it's in the back end of his five year deal if he struggles after three years the Mets could cut him it would be a cab hit but they could move on from him so I'm looking at all the teams that you would think oh Machado and Harper could go to but a lot of those teams the big market teams they already I think have their rosters pretty much set and if anything they're looking for pitching And these other teams, these mid-market teams, they're terrified of getting locked into a bad contract. Because you look at the Angels. The Angels went all in on Albert Pujols. How have they been doing in the standings over that decade? Not very good. The Tigers went all in on Miguel Cabrera. They are struggling in the American League Central. You look at all these teams, all these examples I gave you, the Reds had to bring it, bring back Joey Votto because he was the homegrown hero. And he has still played well. But man, the Reds, they're irrelevant in the baseball picture. They're nowhere close in the NL Central. They're nowhere close. They are miles behind the Cubs and the Cardinals. They are miles behind. So it sucks to be Manny Machado and Bryce Harper. Because if this was five, six years ago, they would have been paid already. They would have gotten those massive contracts. But now after years of seeing bad contract after bad contract, not only hurt a team, but cripple what they can do and irrelevance. I mean, you look at a lot of these teams I've mentioned, outside of the Yankees with the contracts, how many of those teams is their season over in June? Part of the problem with the baseball season is it's a long season. If you're not relevant after the All-Star game, people tune out. We're in a society now where we have a lot more entertainment options. There's other things to watch. Baseball needs to grab our attention. They've been struggling to do this with the young viewers. And part of the reason, and I truly believe this, is these mid-market teams and these lower-market teams if you're not competitive, people can tell. People are smart. Mets fans checked out on the Mets last year in June because in June they knew the season was over. Some teams know their season's over halfway through May. They just know even before we get to the summer. Oh, well, we're not. We're not going to be competing. Like, why should I give my team this interest in this money to go watch these games when I know my team's not going to be relevant? And a lot of these teams, they give the big star the contract. And it just it impedes them because they can't go out and sign those valuable relievers, sign those valuable starters, get a decent third baseman, and more importantly, keep some of the good young talent that they have. You see a lot of these teams, like the Marlins, they traded away – a lot of good young players They trade a lot away because they felt they couldn't afford them Because they don't have the cap space to do that You're seeing this all over baseball if the big market teams who traditionally will doll out hundreds of millions of dollars To these great players and these are great players in their prime it's sending a message that baseball They don't want to pay big contracts. They're taking a key from the NFL. They're taking a key from these other leagues where they'd rather overpay for guys in the shorter term or just avoid getting the big contract and trying to stay young and get cheaper talent. Because like I've said, with those 200, I didn't even go into the $150 million contracts. That'll still take up a lot of space. I gave you $200 million contracts, and there's enough in Major League Baseball. How they cripple a team from what they can do in the offseason. If you're one of these mid-market teams, if you're not one of the four big teams that I mentioned, I don't include the Mets in the top five anymore. Because they even have said that they don't want to get locked into bad contracts and people say well they got the cano contract well they also got an all-star closer and the mariners are footing the bill and it's the back end of that contract and i'm a mets fan and i keep hearing mets fans well they got to sign bryce harper they have to sign manny machado they're not going to they're not going to get trapped i mean i want to remind you spring training is just a few weeks away and the two biggest free agents arguably over the last decade are still unsigned because teams are petrified that if they lock into those guys and they get hurt or they underperform or they break down sooner than they thought that they are going to be locked in to that player for a very long time. You can see everyone's waiting to react. Everyone's waiting to see where the Machado and the Harper Domino fall and no one wants to bite because no one wants to be the person that gives them the big contract. And then two or three years later, could we potentially have a job? And in baseball circles, looks ridiculous because there's they gave Bryce Harper, and Machado a two hundred fifty plus million dollar contract, and that team is locked into it. I still think the Phillies, because of all their cap space, will land Machado probably, or the Dodgers. Or with Bryce Harper going to the Dodgers. I think one of them will land. But I don't think it will be for the contract we envisioned or what they envisioned. I mean, Teams are petrified. They don't want to get locked into those contracts. And they understand that it's better to get cheaper help than give your payroll to one player. And if that player doesn't pan out, it could tank your franchise for the next decade. That's going to do it for this episode of Rich Sports Talk. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Make sure to like and subscribe so you don't miss any of our latest content. Lots of great stuff coming up on the program in preparation for the Super Bowl. Make sure you check it out only here on Rich Sports Talk.